Let's begin now. You know, today, I just woke up, and I like said, this. you know, instead of waiting on a good day, waiting around, through ups and downs, waiting on something to happen, I just said, Hello, everyone. Guess what? Kim Jong-un Kim Jong, Kim Jong appeared in public on Friday, according to uh, some state media outlet in North Korea, I believe. Um, he was out of some plan. This, you know, comes after uh, speculation that, you know, oh, I know. Oh, thank you. Yes, Kim Jong-un is alive. The president was rejoicing, too. Um, whoa, sorry, that threw me for a sound. Oh, here come the girls. Girls are glad that Kim Jong-young is here. Um, so anyway, um, he's not dead, I guess. That's, I guess, real, that's good news, even though he's a tyrant and a, uh, brother killer. But setting that aside, whoops. The other thing, uh, that went down, I guess, yesterday is, the POTUS is uh, moving the goalposts with regard to uh, how many people are being killed by the COVID-19 virus. Um, this is what I can't understand. Like, is it a virus or a disease? I can't figure that out. Or is it both? Is part of it a virus and part of it a disease? Um, but he did say the country should remain open. Um, as he doubled down on the criticism regarding China's role in um, introducing the pandemic to the world. Speaking of which, there's this group of people that are like trying to catch bats. What is that all about? And I saw a picture of them swabbing them up or whatever. Um, I couldn't tell if it was dead or alive. I don't know, man. So now we're just going to start catching random bats and start testing on them to to see if you can find a way to eat bats, gain that through our, into our antibodies, into our system, through our antibodies. You know what I mean. Why would they want to catch bats to see what the fuck? Just stop eating bats, you fucking tweakers. What is wrong with you? There is no way that that's good. Bat. There's no fucking way. The other thing that's come in full circle too, which goes back to my uh, my fake conspiracy theory that I'm spreading out there to see if it gets legs, is um, 
like I guess a, an analysis of a lot of the places where the infect in, infection. Oh my god, the infection has spread rampantly is in the poorest neighborhoods. But I that doesn't surprise me. I think that's normal. <clears throat> I think shit's gonna hit in minority ridden communities. You know, I, I think it's just because if you don't have money, you're not going to deal. And so more people are going to get it. You know, I mean, how many, no one went to the doctor or checked, you know, and it's like, they're for, if you're dirt poor and you can't afford to eat, you're not going to the, and you don't have insurance, you're not going to the doctor, dude. Okay. I got news for you. Those, there's, there's an element out there that, you know, won't go to the dentist in lieu of eating. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it, 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 it's not brain surgery as to why this happens in certain inner cities or minority communities, as as it's called. I don't know. And you know, the the ones in the the white areas or whatever you want to call them, um, they get the tests. I'm sorry. Unless like LA, like unless they're going to be doing like I, I can safely say that Ch Chicago's fucking south. The, what is it? The South End or whatever? Southie? No, that's Boston. The South End or whatever. They're not giving out free fucking tests, but in LA they are. But that's because LA is way progressive. Today's the day also that most Italians can get back to work. Um, they're getting something I. Red called immunity licenses. I'm not sure what that is, but I read it in a headline in an email I got over the weekend. Um, it's all for naught anyway, because do the antibodies even show up? I mean, I'm sorry. It's Monday fucking morning. Dude, wake up. Anyway, does immunity... Um, does the immunity license, I mean, you can't get immune, I thought. Or we don't know if you can be immune for, through the antibodies, right? It doesn't guarantee that the, that it's a protection from it, right? If you, we, we don't, I thought that was the big news last week. So if you're giving out immunity licenses, thinking that you're immune, but yet you might not be because the antibody doesn't fight that immunity, or I shouldn't say it doesn't. It may or may not. The jury's out. Anyway, that was a fucking long-winded way to get a mere thought out of my brain. I had just a weird weekend because all I did was input. And granted, every time I input something, I become more valuable. But it's fucking glorified data entry work. I did this shit in college. I don't even think I did this shit in college. Did we have data entry jobs in college? No, we had the ones where you call people. I did that when I was at UCLA. Um, and then, you know, J. Crew filed bankruptcy, I heard this morning. Or, I mean, when I woke up. On the 6 a.m. news before morning Joe. First look. I heard it on there. Um... Huh? I don't know. Why? Why is the coronavirus 
so confusing now that I don't know that it, if it's a virus or a disease or both. Why do, well, I was going to ask why certain people get sick, but that goes back to the, you know, lower income communities. Well, they're calling it minority communities. I guess have gotten it a lot more than say white ones. That was the term they use. I hate using that. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What is it? And what do the antibodies studies and tests, what do they tell us? Anything? Or what they can't tell us? You know? Now scientists are like, you know, everyone, the, the worst part about this whole thing, the other thing I want to know is what the uh, second wave is going to be like. You know, and, and like, is Australia going to start, is their big wave going to start to happen now that they're entering into winter and fall? How does that work? Because the upper hemisphere got nailed. But what about all the ones that are in the different, you know, zones where, Winter, summer, summer's winter, depending on where you are. Anyway, the scientists like saw this coming, all right? Everyone in on this planet that was worth a shit saw this thing coming, except for our president. Those scientists are so fucking ahead of it, they're trying to stop the next fucking one. Here, check this out. Where am I? Oh, I already had it loaded up here. Two minute video. Influenza. What do you think the likelihood is that there'll be a pandemic? Dr. Larry Brilliant on a TED Talk. There'll be a pandemic. Back in. That there'll be a pandemic. February 2006. They thought there'd be a pandemic within your children or your grandchildren's lifetime. Who's Dr. Larry Brilliant? One person coming in from China that's uh, going to be just fine. I fear they're too late. Everybody this woman, Lori Garrett, from the Science Journalist, is the one that's saying on February 10th that we're too late. I think this is going to really explode. Budget cut after budget cut, proposed budget cut after proposed budget cut to the CDC was going to have an effect. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. 15 people. And billions of people, 15 people. And everybody goes, wait, listen to this. Did you hear that? Everybody's like, <laughs> everybody in that room is just at fault. They're complicit, those fuckwads. Check it out. Listen. Billions of people. <laughs> kiss ass. Kiss ass laugh. <laughs> this is my kiss ass laugh. The president. What the fuck? Do you know that dude, uh, Andy, whatever the fuck, pass, or Parscale or whatever the fuck? <clears throat> Excuse me, Corona cough. <clears throat> oh, wait, we're not allowed to joke about that. That was my joke back in January before it all broke. <clears throat> it's too soon. Sorry. Wasn't that. Because you're not you're right. The, the thing inside my brain that tells me that that was um, in poor taste. Um it's a fucking harsh disease or virus or whatever it is. 
I still don't know which one it is or if it's both or and or what. Somebody could tell me. But this... This, this president annoys me, man. I mean, that's a lot of the problem. I don't even give a fuck what he does. I, I just wish he wouldn't annoy me. He, he, like, just everything has got an ulterior motive that goes right back to himself. And he just is so annoying. They're getting better. So Pascal goes in and gives him like the, the poll numbers last week. He fucking goes ballistic on him. He goes nuts. Dude, it's the fucking person delivering the message. Go to the pollsters and yell at them. You're yuck. Oh God, it's just gotta be it's gotta be worse than working for me. To be honest. I'm just joking. I'm not. I only freak out when it's when I realize, oh fuck, I've been fucked. I mean, this guy is, and I certainly don't give a shit about anything but the fucking company and the people, the artists and stuff. Holy shit! And everybody that has the accounts. Oh god. This is the new hoax. The new hoax. Nobody. The coronavirus. February 29th. And everybody claps. Press is in hysteria mode. Now that the virus has a foothold in so many countries, that's the World Health Organization. The pandemic has become very real. But you did disband the White House pandemic office, and the officials that worked in that office said that the White House lost valuable time because that office was disbanded. What do you think of that? That's what I like. Well, I just think it's a nasty question. Oh, is it's a nasty question. What is that? Like, that's that's the other thing. What the fuck does that mean? It's a nasty question. Go fuck yourself. You're the most nasty motherfucker on the planet. You're more nasty than me. For fuck's sakes. By fucking leaps and bounds. Holy shit. Like, that's just an asshole thing to say. Like, nasty is like, whatever. So again, it goes back to him not liking the fucking question at hand. So he yells at the person. Of course, that's April Ryan. He, he, hate, he fucking, well, he can't hate her because he's been so blatant about it. She's not only a female, she's dark-skinned. And she gets treated, she was, no, no, it wasn't her. But remember when he was like, I don't know, something about like the, the black something caucus. And he's like, can you get me a meeting to like some black person? And do we have to say black and white? It's weird. The health messaging on COVID-19. Professor Lawrence Gostin. Which is exactly backwards. We have it so well under control. It's not okay to have our political leaders say that everything's fine. When it's not. This is the new hoax. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Oh, God. Vote for facts. Well, I don't know. Do you vote for facts or you just vote for dumbness? I still don't understand what the fuck you guys don't see through this. And I, you, the one, all right. Remember when that dude, Bill Caldwell, I think his name was the guy with one eye. He got his guy poked out in war. He, um, 
whatchamacallit, uh, you know, he was like, oh, behind the scenes, we're all, do a, it's a different story. He's out, you know, the guy's out fucking talking about disinfectant and saying it's a hoax and all this, but behind the scenes, everybody's doing, that's what he was saying. And he almost had me believing it because of the his candor. And the two other things he said, like, uh, oh, about the 40,000 people all being American, you know, if I fucking hit this thing one more time, how many times am I going to hit this with it before I move it? You guys hear that? I've hit it three fucking times in 10 minutes. So, and it now interrupted me. I don't even know what we were saying. <sighs> um, okay, yeah, so um, what the second wave could look like. That's, that's what I'm wondering because, you know, like, are, are we going to be allowed to, like, what are we going to be able to do before this thing really, I'm fucking baffled. I really am. I am absolutely baffled. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have to open, but there's so many moving parts. It's just to go out and to get a cup of coffee. Um, it's like, I went to get out of my car. I almost, I forgot my man. I'm like, oh, I have to tie it. Anyway. Oh. So the one thing, the, the one, all right, I'm so, I'm sorry. I should have gone over this. I'm like the worst. I need a real, I need a real producer. I know that, but I don't really care either. Um, like I was alluding to earlier, most of the outbreaks have come up, north, you know, in the northern part of the hemisphere. So, you know, U.S., Italy, I don't know, U.K., France, Spain. Is that all the U.K. still? I forget. Or what's the U.K.? No, that's just the three. Um, Germany, they got hit. I don't know. Did Russia? Oh, China, of course. So, yeah. So does that mean now, like, anything in the Southern Hemisphere is going to get hit? Like, during the winter, if you will? Like, when Australia gets a little cooler? I don't know. How does that work? I mean, and so is it just going to be this, this circle? I just don't feel we're getting anywhere. I, I feel like there's more questions now about this thing than there was a month and a half ago. Granted, it's all based on finding shit, but it seems like the findings are just loose. The, the findings are way vast. You know what I was just saying about the uh, antibodies? We don't know if that's going to work. They don't know if that's in it. You know, my, for, for a while, I was just like, oh, cool. My antibodies will fight this shit off. That's what I was saying before the thing broke as a joke. I even said it to the right aid chick, and I probably shouldn't have. But I um, felt that way. And then I felt like I had it in January. So I felt like I already had it. But, you know, then there's the thing with the asymptomatic. And then there's the thing with the like, well, do the antibodies really fight? And if you do, and, and so that, so then if you're going to, if the antibodies aren't going to really be doing the trick, 
what the fuck's a vaccine going to do? And I'm not walking the fuck around my whole life with a mask on. I can't take it. I hate the mask. And trust me, it's great covering up my face. It's the best. Girls fucking look at me so differently with my mask on. I'm telling you, this girl that blesses me every time I leave the store, I she never blessed me before when I didn't have a mask. Yeah, I got blessed today by her. And I went there on purpose because I knew I would hope, well, I didn't know I would see her, but I was hoping I would see her. And I was hoping I'd get blessed. I like getting blessed. I don't even know why. I just think it's real random when you leave a liquor store that somebody blesses you unless maybe, oh, maybe it's, well, I'm only getting wine. Is that like alcoholicism, whatever it's called? Oh God, this whole thing. It's just, so again, so now I don't even know if, if my antibodies are going to be able to fight this thing off. What's today? May? So it was like March, April. I can't remember if it was, when did we go on, um, whatchamacallit? Um, you know, when, when did we go on lockdown? Was it April or May? I can't remember. I want to know what the fuck we, I want to know, do we know anything about it? Okay, again, is it a disease or is it a virus? What the fuck is it? I know it has something to do with your respiratory system. But even though that's like, you know, the main crux of it. Uh, uh, it, it people get like people have gotten pneumonia and heart attacks from it. <clears throat> I think it's pushed kidneys into failure. You know, it's pushed the fucking um, immunity system over the top and causes the blood clots. And, and that's what basically impedes the circulation to the lungs and to the heart and the brain. I just don't understand it. I mean, when you say it like that, it's kind of like a disease. But when you say it like, <clears throat> like I was describing a, a couple weeks ago went with, with the balls and the spikes going in, into your lungs, like, uh, <gasps> God, I just want to like cough and get them out. <gasps> Can, do, does everybody, I don't want them in me. <clears throat> how do you do it? I want to, how do I just want to, oh, we don't know. That's the point. Anyway, like was Ebola and all that like the same? Not really because it wasn't air driven. You know what I mean? You couldn't catch it being airborne. It wasn't airborne, I don't think. The, the, the one in Philly Legionnaire's disease, same thing. They ate shit. I don't know, man. It's just... I, I also remember it when I was talking about those like little balls with the spikes in it. I think they were like you know, the membranes, if you will, like, like the sacs, air sacs. And 
it's kind of like where the blood and air are separated by these by those thin membranes. And I guess that's what goes out into the bloodstream and that's what fucking goes into the lungs or something. I don't know. I can't figure it out. And so I'm assuming your lungs just like collapse or just fill up with fluid. That's basically how I took it. While it all, but wait, not only does it like fill up your lungs with fucking what, whatever fluid and oh my god, I just want to. I feel like I I'm dying right now, dude. I just want to cough. Am I? Can we just cough on the air? We should just all. Are we allowed to cough? I certainly would never cough in public. I'm not. I would. I'm never ever in the history of my life coughing in public. You, I'll hold it the fuck in or walk outside. I will never cough in public again because the first thing anybody will say to me or think about me is that I have coronavirus. I, I remember when, before this thing broke, before the lockdown, I was at Target in the fruit section and some dude, I was just, I was looking at him. I thought he was this guy. Oh my God. I had a dream about him. the, um, the uh, fire guy, not in that respect. It was slice of life. Calm down. Um, he's my brother's friend. So anyway, I thought it was him with his wife. And so I, um, he, the, the dude coughed, but I wasn't, I was only looking at him to make sure that it was either him or not him. I didn't even notice the cough. And then all of a sudden I hear him utter allergies. You know, everybody's going to be self-conscious now. I'm just never fucking... Um, whatchamacallit, coughing in public. Hey, you know what else it also sounds like too, with regard to, you know, the clogging of the lungs and um, denying like your bloodstream of oxygen, it seems. I I think it's like, it, it, it may sound like fucking doing nitrous. You know, where you just, you're out of it. I just don't like the helplessness. I just, this, there's this, there's this one picture that'll fucking haunt me. I don't know what news channel it was on. It was a while ago. It was a fucking while ago. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I honestly broke down and started crying. I fucking started crying. The guy, I mean, granted, it was so stereotypical. It was a split second, but I'm looking at the, it was, and it was like a silhouette, ironically, too. But you saw the way that the guy like just his his profile looked. I just I just felt like he looked helpless. And you hear all the nurse stories, how they're like, you know, they feel helpless. They can't do shit. And nobody can get to them. So they're becoming their caregivers. It, it's just. I don't know. I, I don't know what pneumonia does, but you know what, man? I wonder if my friend's kid had that. He was in the hospital with pneumonia like a half a year ago. What if it was coronavirus? But he's young. He's in college. They tossed it off to vaping, of all things, which I agree. I don't, I don't vape. 
I just would not vape. I tried it. I've, it just does not do shit for me. And I feel like it fucks up my lungs. So I don't ever do it. Oh, we have our half hour break coming up soon. I was just fucking... I had the, the light goes on now. I know I'm supposed to do ads. I just don't... I don't feel like it, honestly. I have one. I might just do the promo in between just to waste time. There was like this huge gap someone told me that was like a minute long or something last week. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't listen to myself, so that's on you. I only and, and I don't allow comments, so you have to like, you know, email me in constructive ways. And that's why, you know, remember when that person was called me a pussy asshole or fucking something, whatever. Um, he did it incognito. You know, he's calling me a pussy as he hides who he is. I mean, what the, f like, that's like the, what a pussy is. Like, you can't even be more of a pussy than that. That's the epitome of a pussy. You going onto somebody's computer, disguising your fucking IP address, Disguising your name, email address, telephone number, and then saying you're a fucking or whatever he said, pussy ass bitch was how what it, was that what he called me? Like, wow! Like, you basically are just looking in the mirror saying you are a pussy ass bitch for hiding my name, doing this, and then calling someone that. Like, that's a pussy ass bitch. How much ironic is that? I, I would, could, could you ever imagine in this day and age calling anyone a pussy ass bitch? What does that mean? Is that like a jail term? Like you're going to bend someone over and boink them up the ass? Was that what he was, is that the plan? I mean, for the fuck of God. Does, and, and does the guy even know that I can fight? Like, it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, of course he does. That's why he hid behind a computer. Hi, pussy ass bitch. What was it? Like it was so, it was, uh, it was great. The greatest irony on the planet. You go and disguise yourself in five different ways while you call someone a pussy ass bitch. Right? Why are we talking about this? I have no idea. Um, I think because I'm wasting time to this stupid break. Now I know how Howard felt when he had to do commercials, man. These They suck. It, like, takes you off the game. You have to, like, pay attention. I just like flowing. I don't like these half-hour intervals, you know, where there has to be a promo or has to be whatever in between. But that's what the podcast company does, I guess, to make money. I don't fucking make money. I, I think my ad revenue last I saw was $3.03. And that's with thousands of downloads by, and listens, by the way. That low thing. Live Jam 107 presents live music by your favorite artist. Every song played at LiveJam107.com is the live version. Live Jam 107 also features weekly shows with live music by the Grateful Dead, Fish, Get the Let Out, Out Live that features Led Zeppelin along with the Improv Cafe, Project Reggaeologist, Live Nuggets, and Live from the Vault and daily podcasts. Also available at TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Alexa. Low thousands, but yeah. 
I don't know. Um, the other thing I am trying to talk to uh, talk to you about is um, today's elephant in the room. Um, I'm trying to help um, ban traveling circuses. Right now, there's still circuses all over the world. Like we're doing a lot here in the U.S., even with regard to like SeaWorld and all that stuff. However, um, you know, we have to remember like Russia and fucking Iran and all those places, they're light years behind us. No, no, no. Opposite. They're decades behind us. So what we did in the 70s, they're embarking on entertainment wise now. So they're just starting to put those sea worlds of the world there. And that's where their market is. You know, SeaWorld's market now, SeaWorld Entertainment, is global. It's not in the U.S. They can't make shit for money here. They can't make money here. You know what I mean. And I'm not even talking about the... the well, to be honest, because of the, the fact that all these things have been put on hold, here's another irony, but in a different way. The animals are actually just, think about it, trapped and doing nothing. I bet you barely even being paid attention to. I know members of the local animal rights organization were shocked to find camels, ponies, lions, ducks, hippos, elephants, all of which demonstrated severe symptoms of physical, mental, and medical abuse and neglect in a region in Spain called Andalusia. Fractured wings, camels living in filth, missing all their teeth, cramped in tiny cages, elephants. They're just probably sitting there doing nothing. Now that people can exploit elephants for money, they'll just turn to neglect and abuse them. With the travel restrictions and self-isolation going on, nobody's probably riding fucking elephants in stupid Thailand, you fucking fucks. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why, why would you want to ride an elephant? It, it's weird. Just don't ride a fucking elephant, man. Go see them in their own environment with the mom and dad hanging out and fucking grabbing the tails and drinking water and frolicking. Come on, motherfuckers. It's so much better to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I wonder if... But, I don't think... Did Botswana... Reinstate the elephant hunting ban during this. Because I remember like writing about like 270 some elephants whose lives are hanging in the balance because of the outbreak. Botswana finally ended its stupid elephant hunting ban. But because of the shutdowns and airlines and all that, you know, no one's traveling there, obviously. So I say we get them to fucking put the band back up is what my point is. Um, there's also an article I posted about unsung heroes and the wildlife SOS and their caregivers and what they do with elephants. 
Those are my uh, goombas and partners. I can't like say enough about that fucking organization. They are the bomb. Um, they're also on Sunset TV, as you may or may not know. They do wildlife. Uh, well, one of their um, subsidiaries. By the way, the other thing I forgot to talk about last week, Canada banned uh, military-grade assault weapons. Justin Trudeau announced that on Friday. And it was before, I knew it, I just forgot to do it. I didn't get to it. I guess there was, oh, it's, yeah, because of that mass shooting rampage in Nova Scotia. He said these weapons were designed for one purpose and one person only, to kill the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time, Trudeau said. Now, I don't even understand why that's not like a sentence everywhere. He went on to say you don't need an AR-15 to bring down a deer. We've actually said that. you got to be horrible. There is something to say about going hog wild nuts. Because <laughs> I was watching that movie Strange Wilderness yesterday. Um and they shot Bigfoot. And, you know, I could see that sort of fun, but not if you're killing anything. I mean, if you're shooting into, like, nothing or, sit, you know, cans or a target. The other thing I thought was really funny, too, was how um, the NRA, like, pushed to, like, say that gun shops are um, essential businesses. And and stayed stayed, um, what call it, and stayed open during the pandemic. Only them, man. And Trump just does whatever you know. He's just like an NRA freak too. Whatever he says and does, is just like driven by them or vice versa. He does the bidding for the gun lobby. The gun lobby does the bidding for Trump. And. I think Trump, like, he told Virginians to get their uh, something back, their Second Amendment, <clears throat> excuse me, their Second Amendment back. This is our president. Like, what? what where is their Second Amendment? What's, what, how, what's, there's nothing wrong with any of the gun laws. Matter of fact, we need to do better with the gun laws. What the fuck? Um, the other thing that happened this weekend, too, is New Jersey opened up its uh, parks and golf courses. But, of course, none of the ones I want to go to are open. And I don't golf. I guess it's kind of smart. I mean, I don't see why not as far as golfing. It's not like you need to be any near anybody. I mean, if you're – I mean – Ideally, everybody could just get in their own golf cart and just stand, you know, drive L.A. style six feet away. Like, I wonder how that's going to work. Oh, the other cool thing, too, that uh, Governor Murphy announced is that uh, 53 New Jersey hospitals, some of the hardest hit. I want to. Well, I was going to preface the, that, except I was too late since I already said the sentence. Anyway, they're, getting, they're going to be getting $1.6 billion from the federal government. So no wonder government, government, Governor uh, Murphy was kissing fucking Trump's ass this week. Um, and so anyway, if you want to know the rules of what you can do in Jersey, state parks, um, 
you know, there's going to be a bunch of restrictions to, um, like, I don't think there's any picnic areas, playgrounds and stuff like that. I know the scenic place where I, I need to go watch this waterfall isn't open. So I don't know how close I can get and it's an hour drive. So anyway, I posted the, what you can do and how you can do it at explore New Jersey. And of course on the blog, um, and then at Live Jam 107 all this week, Friday night is the Blues Brothers live from the closing of Winterland. Saturday's live from the vault is one of my childhood favorite albums called Babylon by Bus by Bob Marley and the Whalers. Tonight is Tuck and Patty at NPR's All Things Considered Live at Live Jam 107. Uh, they're live from the Newport um, Folk Festival from 18. And then the Dead... Their uh, show of the week is Essen, I think. Yes, Essen. I should have done the Cinco de Mayo one, but I couldn't put it. I couldn't find it. And you know, I'm trying to do like actual, you know, their releases, so you guys go out and buy them. Um, and well, a lot of my audience and a lot of the Live Jam 107 audience doesn't even know the Grateful Dead. Or fish. I mean, they do, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they understand the magnitude of their music, which is what I love. Like, listening to fucking, like, what did Fish go into the other day? It was like Fish into, like, The Cure or uh, Depeche Mode. It was like, where else are you going to hear that besides at Live Jam 107? I'm not doing it just to blow smoke up what my up one's ass. I fucking love the station. It took me about three or four hours longer to do this podcast today. I'm not even going to tell you what time of the day it is. I'm making pretend it's morning. So it's out by one. It's fucking 541 right now. This thing's supposed to be out by one. I couldn't stop listening to my own station. You know what it is? It's just I haven't heard these songs in decades. And being a deadhead and a fish head, you're kind of insulated to Grateful Dead and Fish, which I didn't really care about. But like, I have to admit too, the Lockin Festival had a lot to do with opening up, Trey in particular. When Trey and the Almond Dude, is it the Almond Dude, Butch Trucks or the Trucks, Derek Trucks, did that um, Cream album or the Derek and the Dominoes and I had the revelation. I, I forgot, I fell in love with that song. Why is love has to be so sad? You know that song? Um, should I get it for you? I think you guys should listen to it. Do you know this song? We'll do it on the outro. Um, but anyway, I fell in love with that song. And, and um, it just, like, I realized I had to branch out. So I started listening to Cream. I started listening to Derek and the Dominoes after Lock. And I started listening to Elvis Costello again. All these things. And then that's where I was like, you know, the Fish and the Dead Channel, they're great and everything. Do not get me wrong. And they fill its niche. And same with everything on XM Sirius. But, like, all right, when you're done listening to Fish and the Dead, and I'm not saying like, you know, leave the station, but or Bruce Springsteen or whatever, or Petty, where where do you go? Like it, you know what I mean? So my concept was just to like it be WMMR or WISP, except every song, it, make pretend you have that playlist. Eric Clapton, Slow Hand, uh Cocaine from Slow Hand. Um, into some uh, Guns N' Roses, whatever. Instead of playing it from Use Your Illusion, just play it from Live and Disillusioned or from the Apollo. 
Um, and then in Eric Clapton's case, from just one night or 21 nights. And that was the that was my thing. And it just revitalized my whole life or something. Like, I don't know. I, I can't really describe it. It's just, it's exciting to me. I don't know. It's just kind of gotten me out of my norm of just constantly listening to fish all the time because that's all I do. Sorry. Um, the other thing that's happening on to, well, actually, um, uh, I, I think I taught, well, not remember I mentioned the data entry. I have a shit ton of new and pre-order Marvel and James Bond and wait and Captain America, all this thousands of new products added were added onto the vending onto the vending lot this weekend. Thousands die cast cars, really cool shit. Um, I get not the most practical. However, it's, I want one of everything ridiculous and um whoops sorry about that on sunset daily news and at sunset tv we speak with richard levitin an emergency physician based in littleton new hampshire he volunteered at bellevue hospital in manhattan for 10 days at the height of the covid surge in april based on what he saw he argues that Patients should be going to hospitals way sooner and that medical professionals could use a small device. Um, you clip onto your fingertip called an oximeter and to help detect the virus um, earlier by revealing oxygenation problems and elevated heart rate. You see what I mean? Like in this case, it's a virus. In another case, I called it a disease. I'm all fucking ridiculous. Anyway, the quote I'm getting at that got to me was uh, during our news thing, is uh, a pulse oximeter, this is from him, the doctor, Levitin. A pulse oximeter, oximeter, sorry, a pulse oximeter is just a measure of identifying how well the lungs are working. And I believe can be basically an early warning system in terms of patients to know who has COVID pneumonia. So now it's called COVID pneumonia. No, isn't pneumonia disease? Oh my God, I'm so fucking confused. My brain hurts. Just from trying to figure out what coronavirus is. Coronavirus? Coronavirus. <laughs> Poor corona. And then did we talk about the 20 um, people at the meat processing plant that, plant that died? And the 5,000 that tested positive? Do you, did you know that? When I talked about the fucking Trump invoking that executive order to basically ban governments from closing meat plants. I was like, I had no idea that this was going on until my newscast today. Anyway, we hear from the meat plant workers and organization, or organization people about the conditions during the pandemic and speak with Sandy Benavides the CEO of the League of United Latin American Citizens, which is supporting the workers with a virtual town hall on food, water, safety with a presumptive Democratic presidential candidate, Joe Biden calling for meatless May Mondays. By the way, speaking of Mr. Joe Biden, I give him props because he's, and I wrote to him saying exactly this, he's one step closer to getting my backing. Well, he's getting my backing, but 
if he wants my money, he's got, I told, we, I'm not doing it until after the Veep pick. Because if it's Liz, then I'm set. If it's not Liz, I'm going to need a few days or a week or whatever to kind of like breathe it in. Because I'm not fucking thinking it's anyone else. You know? Um, anyway, he took on the, De he did something with the Delaware Humane Society. I'm going to report about it on the animal welfare report this week. I guess I'm also going to talk about it now. I'll talk about it on Friday on the report too, or later this week when I have it in front of me. But like, yeah, so basically about, I, about, I got asked to do something with regard to that campaign. And I said, there were two things missing. One of them was the animal thing. And I forget what the other fucking one was. But now he did this. And that covers one. And there's really only the other. And I, I don't know if... No, because he's against guns. Climate. Maybe it was just picking Liz. You know, I, I maintain it's going to happen. I mean, she's doing a fucking town hall tonight. You know, that's it's a one big fucking um, whatchamacallit, audition, all right? It's an every town for moms uh, demand action thing, okay? So at 10, ten, uh, 10 tonight, Jesus, fuck! At 7 o'clock tonight, um, the, you know, the every town for gun safety people, are going to be doing a town hall with uh, Elizabeth Warren. So check it out. Like, you know, Shannon Watts, she's amazing. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure a kid died in one of the fucked up gun shootings. And so she started every town for gun safety. She was on way back when it happened, a lot of the talk shows, and that's how I got to know her. And I watched her form this fucking thing. Okay. So, yeah, so it's featuring Moms Demand Action with actually, cool, the founder, Shannon Watts herself, who's really fucking a great public speaker, with um, Senator Warren, soon-to-be VP candidate Warren. And also the Moms uh, Volunteer and Every Town Survivor uh, Network member, Julvana McDowell will also be whatever. So, please... RSVP, be a part of it, and most of fucking all, gun safety, man. It ain't fucking grass, great grass surgery. It ain't brain surgery. You know, you can have your second right amendment. Nobody cares how many guns you have. Nobody. Nobody cares about the guns. We just don't want you to shoot us. That's all. That's the only little thing. It's, it's it. Nothing like you want to have your second amendment so you can walk around with guns. I just want to merely be able to walk around and not be shot with a gun or a bullet. Is, is that okay? Fundamentally speaking, like is, how about this? It's two folded for you. Second amendment freaks. All right. Which nobody cares about except for the fact we don't want our fucking selves shot randomly. The fuck? It's so fucking easy. Get your people in order. 
Get them in line. Simple as that, biatches. Oh, I thought today was Tuesday. It's not, isn't it? Shit. All right, well, the next installment of Dinner in a Movie features the band's January 17, 2017 show at the... Uh, uh, in Mexico, it's, uh, the full show will play for free at the, uh, livefish.com and Paige McConnell shares his taco recipes. Someone told me one is all veggie, but it doesn't seem like it's here. So I don't know where he shares them. Oh, maybe right here. Let's see. Let's see if he share. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, look at this. Cauliflower tacos with cabbage slaw. All right. I'm kind of in that, into that. I'd, I'd go for that. Um, so, yeah, um, for those of you that are not real, you know, that don't really know the band or whatever, um, they're doing a free webcast tomorrow and it's called Dinner and a Movie. That's actually a play on one of their songs. And. So they give recipes, dinner, and then the movie, if you will, is the show. And tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo Day, that's really what I was getting at. And that's really the, a lot of the reason why I'm announcing it and telling all you normal people how there is method to the madness because they're doing the Mexico shows on Cinco de Mayo and taco recipes on Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's much more. You know, I, I think I'm going to just call it, um, but I will let some um, outro on why does love have to be so sad? Why does love have to be so sad? Ready? Guys, gals, happy Monday. Stay in fucking touch. Um... Really hey, a Jawser size. I have one of these. But uh, I had seen this before and after. I have a Jawser size, just so you know. You know what? I do it every old. night. My face is starting to look a little bit. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it now. All right, here we go. Eric Clapton live from Budokan. I love you guys. Stay in touch. Talk to you tomorrow, motherfuckers. Enjoy the song that gave me the revelation to start listening to other bands this year, last year. Thanks to Trey and Derek Truck and the band.
107 presents live music by your favorite artist. Every song played at LiveJam107.com is the live version. LiveJam107 also features weekly shows with live music by the Grateful Dead, Fish, Get the Let Out, Out Live that features Led Zeppelin along with the Improv Cafe, Project Reggaeologist, Live Nuggets, and Live from the Vault and daily podcasts. Also available at TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Alexa.